This podcast is brought to you by Media 8. Have you ever seen such chaos? Are we ready to start? I was always started. <laughs> thought this well, was, the, way this was the best content we've ever ever <laughs> produced. Welcome. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Sports Corner, the only place where you get three fat blokes and an ex-England cricket captain telling athletes how shit they are and how they do well sometimes. This week we're less one fat bloke, but we've still got three fat blokes. How does that work? I thought you were missing the England cricketer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rob's an Aussie. <laughs> so are you. So, uh, so Big Bad Rob's off this week, um, so we're going to kick along without him. So our AFL piece may be a bit shorter. Uh, I think Chris wants it to be shorter anyway. Well, yeah, I actually went to the game. Yeah, that's um, we'll, we'll get so to yeah. that shortly, and I think that's where it'll be a very short conversation. Yep. Anyway, this week's opening question, who is the most underrated Australian athlete of all time? I love putting you guys on the spot. You could have given us a chance, chance to think about it. There'd be so many oh, of them. This is, how, this is how underrated he is. I forget oh, his yeah. name. Okay. <laughs> okay. But he's the 2021 20, time world champion, the woodchopper bloke. Oh, oh yeah? No, nah, yeah. he's not underrated. The sport's just not. The sport's not there. Yeah, 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 yeah. well, the, the, that's the two different topics, but I well, like fuck. it. But you guys are like, yeah, well, if he's a 21 time world body. champion, yeah. everyone should know who he yeah, is. Yeah, that's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I think he's David. Yeah, but what you're saying is there's not a bloke out there who's won 17 who wood chopping competition yeah, yeah, yeah. gets more credit. Yeah, it's yeah, like no, the it's sport's just no not covered. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, and but also a 21 time world champion in anything's pretty fucking amazing. Yeah, I think so. Fuck. Um, <laughs> one time world champion's <laughs> yeah, pretty well, exactly. good. <laughs> I've been best in the world for 21 years and no one knows who I am. <laughs> oh, best in the world for like one day is a good effort. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who's your smokes? Oh, man, I'm going to go Stuart McGill. Stuart McGill, wrong time, wrong place. Wrong time, wrong place. Man, what a genius that guy was. Um, same. I mean, I was probably one of the worst players of leg spin that's ever yeah. walked the earth, which is well known. Yeah. Was probably, yeah, yeah. Well, everyone Obviously. knows that. You <laughs> <left it>. Obviously. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's an argument to say he was better than Warren. Well, I was going to, uh, to face him, because you've obviously mm. faced both of them, when you let go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking, let's just say that I'm not going to surprise anyone by saying I fucking struggled with both of them. <laughs> what, um, why was McGill so good? He spun it more. Um, he had a better Google. Um, why he, didn't he take 700 wickets? Well, he, I think he would have. You do, if it wasn't for Warney. Yeah, the problem is there was the other bloke at the other end. So the only difference, I think McGill's a better bowler in attacking conditions. The only thing I think that Warney has over McGill is he was the guy. Warney was the guy you could bring on. You win the toss, you bowl. Um, it's a green wicket and it's not suiting spin at all. He could just come on and under any, just the worst conditions for spin and bowl. Still get wickets? Well, not get wickets, but just... He, he inevitably did, but he would just bowl 10 overs for 15 runs. Yeah, like, okay, so he stop just, the runs. Yeah, he could just bowl in those really bad... Whereas McGill probably didn't quite have that. I mean, I'm saying that he wasn't bad, but in the, you know, with Australia on top, I actually think McGill was would have been, is a better bowler um, in that scenario, which they were a hell of a lot of the time. Mm. So but where Warney's greatness is... Um, 
you you know the, you put in on a ticket an attack a, a, you get put in a situation where it's not suiting the bowlers. He just keeps it dry. You don't go for runs, yep. and Australia builds pressure through McGrath at the other end. And whereas McGill, <laughs> bad combination. Well, all those guys always talk about bowling in partnerships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you know, someone dries up the the runs at one end, and then the other guys attacking the wicket nicks off. Well, there's some there's a crazy stat um, which I think Bob Simpson, who was the coach at the time when Australia started their great run of um, winning. He worked out that the, the chances of getting a wicket after three maidens is 80% higher than if you just bowled three overs. Because what, the batsmen's are nervous? Under, well, no, they just want, well you, just, you, wanna, you just don't like not scoring runs. You want to score. So then yeah. that's become the sort of template for world cricket now. And we adopted it at Surrey and throughout the late 90s and that, that. And then now every team that I've gone back to be involved coaching, it's like it's the template for how to play cricket. So. Do. I mean, it's not. I think it's, it was articulated by that side in the nineties, but I think the West Indies inadvertently did it throughout the seventies, just mm-hmm. by having four guys bowling thunderbolts <laughs> at your head with no helmets, <laughs> and there was just no chance to score. Yeah, body line, I guess, was based on the same thing that as well. The twenties, wasn't it? Yeah. So that's a great series. You saw it live. No, no, the <laughs> TV <laughs> series they made. I watched it live. Yeah, no, I was there live. No, Rob was. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, well, mine's Stephen Bradbury. Because to me, Stephen Bradbury, like he may have fallen across line, won the gold medal, but to yeah. get to get to the final, and like he always gets... He fell he fell over in the semi in the quarters as no, well. No, I get that. But what I'm saying, he still made the Olympics. He yeah. still got through. He trained his nuts off all that time. But now he's only known as the bloke that fell over the line. He's got a beer. Yeah, he's got a beer, last man standing. Yeah, I think I had some at... Um, Was it good? At the Story Bridge Hotel. Nice. Not too bad. Were you standing at the time? Or you laying 40, on the floor? I'd had forty others. So, <laughs> but I reckon Anything, he's not it was given just hydration at that stage. <laughs> I reckon he's he's become more of a joke than given the credit for the athlete that he was. Mate, I have to say that he's done all right out of oh, yeah, being the joke because he because uh, he accepted it and it kind of grew. Yeah, that, and that kind of became popular off thing, the back of it. Yeah. I think, I think if he'd got what he deserved, he might have. I don't know ice skating intimately, obviously, but I reckon he might have come fifth or sixth, or or maybe not even got to the final. Yeah, but we credit for going there. But I think everyone what, else fell over. He dodged him. He did it in the great sides. When twice. I saw it, I only saw it when <laughs> did this. I only saw it when he won the gold. Yeah. So no, the I semi was, was worse. Yeah. Well, I didn't know this, so I'm watching the gold. I'm like, oh, this guy's so lucky. Imagine that. And then they said, oh, by the way, this is what happened in the semi, and this is what happened in the quarter. I was like, he shouldn't have even made it out of the quarterfinal. That's what happens, isn't it? You've got to be in it to win it. You can't win Absolutely. the lotto without a ticket. You can't. There you go. <laughs> philosophy from yeah. the uh, ex-England cricket captain <laughs> and creator and producer of Australia's Greatest Athlete. <laughs> okay, thanks to our sponsors, Official Beer Co., Platinum Standard Grading, Local Card Shop, Meteorite Sports. This week, we're going to be talking about NBA finals, Wemby to the Spurs, Griff says goodbye, playing cricket in a volcano again because we forgot about talk about that last week. Boxing in Guatemala, delivery of the keg bet, we'll get to that, and some other sports crap. So here we go. NBA finals. Christopher, we're both uh, donning the uh, Lakers, although you're well, South is, Bay, I'm the G League, on the affiliate team. But um, there's four teams left. They're playing right now. I think the Lakers will lose into the Nuggets game one. So Lakers, Nuggets, and who's the other side? Celtics and the Miami Heat. And is it? I believe. Is it the Heat? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're, <laughs> making, you're making me question myself. I'm like, yeah, it is. Celtic speed 76 is in yeah. the last round. That's right. So what? Uh, who you got in both sides? Uh, Got to be Celtics, <coughs> Lakers, doesn't it? Nuggets, Celtics, I believe. Nuggets, Celtics. I just can't believe the team you've gone out there. All the names you can choose have called themselves the Nuggets. <laughs> well, Denver Nuggets. Denver gold. Wow, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah not <laughs> that's like, not the thing. Not that like shit them. Nuggets. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's a um, shout out to Swampy for this. Uh, to a great trivia question, but there's I believe there's nine teams in the top four American sports. And their team name doesn't end in an S. Can you name them? So across ice hockey, baseball, NFL, NBA, there's only four there's only teams. Nine teams, I nine think, teams. that don't end in an S. Well, what's the, the NBA? How many in the NBA? Three, four. Jesus. Well, you said one or well. No. Yeah, they're all in S. Yeah. Everyone I can think of. <laughs> Mate, uh, do you know we, what they are? I oh, know some of them. Come on, then. Uh, the Jazz. Jazz, yeah. He? That's an that's an S. Yeah. <laughs> probably. He probably thinks so. <laughs> um, He's sitting there going, why is it not an S? Thunder. Thunder. And then um, then there's some ice hockey teams like the Kraken. Uh, <laughs> that's a great hell. question, though. Is it Kraken? Well done, Swampy. Because then you go through the NFL. I'm pretty sure there's no NFL teams. There's 32 teams and they're all in S. There you go. The more interesting oh, thing is someone's random. actually sat down and bothered to like work that I'll out. Work that out, yeah. yeah. Pretty impressive. It is. Be a lot of beer Good or research. A lot of uh, the other stuff. Okay, and then uh, so who you got winning it then? I like the Nuggets. See, it's, it's, we're gonna have to have another keg on this. No, no, no. <laughs> you can't drink that much beer. No, I can't drink a keg. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I got Celtics. I've picked the Celtics for round one, so. It's um just since we saw him play last year, it was just insane. They lost. No, but this is <laughs> we saw you didn't even so see him. You is passed this, out. This is, is this the game you told me about where he this was literally dribbling? Yeah. No, yeah. I didn't dribble and once. The, I and fell they asleep. lost. <laughs> and they did lose. They lost to the Heat. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since I saw them. <laughs> no, no, but we saw him play twice, saw, and the second time, twice, yeah, yeah, and it was just pretty. Much, okay. No, Chris saw them twice. You saw them. Yeah, once. I saw one and a half. Yeah. Now they did beat the Lakers in LA. Second game we saw, and massive news today that the uh, Spurs have got the number one draft picked. Yep, explain to us how this fucking thing works. I got no, no idea. So I think it's like the it's like a raffle. Yeah, it's a raffle, but it's like the ter- the the ten teams with the worst record. Yeah, and then I guess the wor- the the lower position is it a spinny wheel or what is it? No, I think the lower position you finish, you get more of a percentage of a chance. I don't know how they work it out. Whether okay, just draw numbers. It's like Duckworth Lewis, basically. Yeah, it's so it's just something to make the nerds feel like they're involved. Yeah, and it's, it's and it's to but it's so to big. encourage parity to like so to try and even it out so yeah. the good teams get some, the bad teams get something at the end. So this is just for pick number one. Pick number one does that? Um, I think they do the whole. They do. I think it's like 15 maybe. So yeah, 1 through 15, 15, yeah, that's 15 right. 15 to 1. But then do they um, – is that classed as your, one of your picks though or is it additional, do you know? It's additional. So the Spurs have got like something like 20 picks in the first round mm-hmm. next year and the number one pick, yeah, so the they're going to go right. They don't have salary caps, do they? They do have like luxury taxes, so if you pay over – they do have a salary cap, if you pay over, you've got to pay a percentage of the tax. And where? you pay it to the league, don't you? I guess to the league. Yeah. Yeah. And then the leagues um, give it to all the other teams. It's so fucking complicated. So on that, what do we think about English Premier League football? Like zero salary cap, yeah. zero Is draft. It 
They have that um, financial fair play rubbish. But no one, <laughs> I don't think anyone bothers. Has ever, anyone ever been pulled up on that? They've been pulled up, but nothing ever happens. Like yeah, halfway like, through the year. Don't do that. Okay, we won't. Yeah, well, half, Man City, wasn't it? They were going to get relegated. Yeah, and all halfway this shit through and the year, like a story will come out. Oh, City to be stripped of nine points or whatever. And Never happens. Find a billion dollars. And well, billion dollars is not much for those play, boys. Play anyway. on boys, and then they sign someone. They had. There have been sanctions. Like I think Chelsea got in trouble a couple of years back where yeah. they couldn't sign anyone for. Or four transfer windows mm. or something. But it's interesting though, isn't it? Because you'd say the English Premier League's pretty well followed still. Yeah. So you think like the idea of every all these other leagues adopting the, that as a premise is to say, oh, you don't want it to become unfair, one side winning it all the time, but English Premier League's as well followed as any league in the world. Yeah, you're right. So it's, it's kind of, well, it just throws a counter-argument out there to... Well, I think that's sort of the... The brilliance of that season that Leicester had. Mm. Oh, yeah. They were just minnows. Blokes <laughs> <laughs> on 100 bucks a week. It's probably <laughs> the first time that's happened. Oh, maybe only. ever. And last. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it was ridiculous. Incredible. So with this first round pick, they're going to pick, obviously, Victor. Uh, you would imagine so. Imagine. There'll be a lot of dealings between now and then, people trading up to get... Because like the guy, there's a guy number two, projected to go number two, that is fucking amazing. But Victor, why? Who is he? What is he's French? Victor Wembanyama. Yeah, he's seven seven two seven two. I think he's taller because he's stood next to Rudy Gobert, who's seven one. Yeah, and he's more than a foot tall. He looked more than a foot taller. Wouldn't be a foot. You're saying you mean an inch? <coughs> uh, sorry, an inch. He looked <laughs> yeah, to be sorry. an eight footer. <laughs> yeah, an inch. He looked massive. Like I've seen the photo. I was like, wow, that's like almost a head taller. Yeah, the only okay. basketballers do the opposite to what every other sport yeah, exactly. does. We've got <laughs> our program <laughs> weight and height, and then yeah. like the basketballers just put themselves as shorter. Yeah, but well, and he can shoot. He can he shoot. Can shoot the three. He can handle. He's been playing professional basketball um, for a couple of years, similar to Luca. He's played in Europe. Yep. So they reckon they call him once in a generation. Yeah. Well, it um, gets thrown around a bit these days, though, doesn't it? There's a lot of generations. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair call. Yeah, that happens when you're old. There's just more generations. <laughs> wow, I walked straight into um, that, didn't I? But they say, like, they call on this guy an alien. Like, I think LeBron called him an alien. He's like, once in a while you get a unicorn, this guy's an alien. So better than the unicorn? Yeah. So what's rare, a unicorn or an alien? Alien, alien I would expect. Well, yeah, right. Probably a unicorn, depending <laughs> on who you talk to. You're a... If you're, if, you're drugs, if you're on drugs, if you're on drugs, it's Area Fifty One, mate. <laughs> I've seen those UFO UFO videos. Can Can he be that good? This bloke, yeah. Is he going to do like a Chet? Because Chet Holgram obviously went at number two last year. I think he was, and uh, he's a seven footer that could shoot. And we watched him at uh, summer league last year, and yeah. he, he could play. Um, I think the difference is Chet wasn't playing professional. Okay. He was playing so college. he's already a professional. You yeah, mean? he's already a professional. So, yeah, I don't know. He's yeah, he's bloody silky. He can do everything. Yeah. Um, and defensively, like you see what happens with tall guys, uh, what they do to to guys that are in form, they just make everything more difficult to shoot. So, like defensively, he will be amazing. Even you would imagine, he just has to bulk up. I think. Yeah, that's that's a that's lot the, of these blokes, isn't it? Yeah, when the that's kids easy. Coming. I know yeah. I started and haven't stopped. Yeah. <laughs> the three of us have got that bit down pat. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see, though. Like, <clears throat> does he... Because he didn't even bother with the combine, the draft combine or whatever. He didn't bother? No, nah, because he was playing. He's playing oh, because he France. gets in that way. Yeah. So I wonder if you'll play in Summer League. I imagine the, 
crowd's going to be wicked if he does. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know. Especially for the Spurs. Yeah, because I know, like, Chet, a few guys, like Banchero played Magic um not Magic Crown, Summer League. Similar, yeah. Um, Chet did as well, but Chet yep. got injured and they missed the whole season. So do you run the risk or do you just, you know? I think you've got to throw him in there against some NBA players because the NBA is a bit different to European like that. It is. Um, and the NBA is easier to score in. Yeah, exactly. And yesterday he signed his first ever trading card. Have I you seen that? that? Yeah. And yeah. he actually wrote on the card, my first ever signature on a trading card. What's that, going to make it more valuable? 100%. Oh, Ten times. Yeah, at least. Right. Because then... So like he's up to speed with the whole... Thing. Yeah, he was... Um, The photo that he took was with Michael Rubin, who is a bloke that runs Fanatics, that owns all the companies. That oh, okay. So do you reckon that he's kept that cut? Oh, I know nah. Golden was after it. I or think they'll put a bounty on it of like, Two, three, four million. Holy shit. <laughs> Similar to my card, hey? It was, yeah. yeah minus the million. And just <laughs> two, three, two, four, three or four. <laughs> and, and people talking about it on podcasts around the world. Yeah, yeah. So he will obviously be called the young goat as he goes in, but like Trey Young and all those sort of guys, they yeah. reckon we're going to come through and they still haven't. No, well, he's dropped off massively. Well, they, a lot of these guys, like Zion, all these guys Zion's that were going to be the next biggest thing. Mm. Either get injured or don't come to it. Or they um, show themselves on Instagram with a gun. Yeah, that, that was interesting. So Ja Morant this week come out again, didn't he, with another gunshot? Not physical, but photo. <coughs> no, a video of him in a car with a gun. They're fuckwits, aren't they? Wow. Yeah. Sportsman. My athletes, we go there again. So it's like a common theme on a sports <laughs> show. We're talking about athletes. <laughs> Should okay. do a thing next so week. So way more importantly than any of this stuff is that the one and only Adam Holyoke a couple of weeks ago was in Balai. I'm uh, going to Jakarta. Bali. Sorry, in Jakarta. Jakarta. Um, and um, played cricket in a volcano. Volcano, mate, yeah. What's How many did you get? Oh, one. Get it? <laughs> one. How did you get I got run divis- out by Graham Yallop. Really? Wow. He, On he, purpose? He, Graham Yalp's 105. Yeah. And he... Um, what, he outran you? No, he just he just <laughs> did... He, he, he came out and he said, look, mate, not too much running. And I said, well, look at the state of me. I don't think I'm going to be doing much running. And then he hit one all the way out to the boundary. And he said, two, two. So I'm like trying to run at his pace. I'm slow, but he's, like I said, Slower. he's old. Mm. And, um, and then he went, two, two. So he ran one and then he came back... <laughs> A quarter of the way, quarter of the way back, and then I think he realised, nah. I don't think it was whether he was going to make it. Like for speed, he would. It was just whether he was actually physically going to make to the other end. So he said he got a quarter of the way back, and then just went nah, and then just turned his back. By this stage, I'm right and trying to turn around, like trying to turn <laughs> around. Was there a beep, it was a beep, yeah, beep. it was. It was like back. the. It was like one of those Royal Caribbean lines trying to turn around. And then, yeah, and I was out by f- five yards. So who was the uh, game against? It was against the local side. Um, it was a local, uh, all the best players in Jakarta. Yeah. So in our side, we had Ross Taylor. You had to retire at 30. Years uh, old twen- or? Tw- <laughs> yeah, no. 25 runs, you had to retire. Ross T- Taylor retired after five balls. Oh, really? Yeah. So he's still got so it. He's, well, he's, he's only well, he's, just he's, retired. He's just he? literally yeah. played like a month ago. So, um yeah, like he's he made it look easy. Yeah, um, and then the rest of us guys have been well. Uh, Joe Burns, I think he whacked a few as well. But uh, but me and Mark Greatbatch and Graham Allen, 
Not, not so good. <laughs> Did you, you have to leave the Zimmer frame at the side of the pitch? Or? No, I got a couple, actually, I got a couple of wickets. You had a bowl, bowl, yeah? Yeah, I got a few wickets. Yeah. What were you bowling? Bowling off spinners, but the pitch was... Well, I've never bowled on a volcano before, mm. so I, I'm here to say the volc- it spins off, off the, <laughs> yeah, the, the rocks. Yeah. Yeah. I'd imagine that the surface would be fucking dog shit, wouldn't it? Ah, it's, he's done well. There's a guy up there called Robert Baldwin who's a Kiwi who went up there, I'm going to say... I'm making stuff up now, but 40, 50 years ago, mm. he'd probably be getting towards 70, I'd say. And I might have done him a disservice. He might be 60. But, um, Is that a rough lot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he, um, it started off when I first went up there 10 years ago. The pitch was probably, I'm going to say, at the size of four tennis courts. Yep. Which is fairly small for a cricket pitch. Mm-hmm. And he had fencing all the way around the outside on a sheer cliff. In a, in a volcano? Well, it's an extinct volcano. Mm. But it's like, it's just, it's just, <laughs> so he's, he levelled it. You wouldn't want to feel like Rumble, would you? No, no. He levelled, <laughs> well, yeah. You wouldn't know much about it. Anyway, he levelled it and made it nice. But then each year what he's done during the off-season is got a bobcat and he's pushed more off the edge pushed the top off and made obviously that go he pushed the stuff down it the gets side bigger and bigger it gets bigger and bigger so now it's it's a decent size pitch i'm going to say it's as six times bigger than it was when i first went up there oh wow and the cliff is nowhere near and now you're six you're older so you wanted it to be smaller again exactly <laughs> i'd much rather be playing on the small one so um yeah so it's an amazing amazing setup he's got and that's there for a charity for charity for an orphanage up there um, that we all support, so it's um, yeah, it's, it's it's a great week. We go up there, so we go up there. Um, we it's a good expat community, so we usually take a, a, a cricketer from each country. Yep, the expats from there bid to play golf, a round of golf. Um, you play golf? We played. Yeah, I played golf. How'd you go? Terrible. But the thing is, this year it wasn't at an actual golf course. He he just set <laughs> it's up on a volcano. Yeah, on the volcano. <laughs> yeah, no, he just set up. He just drilled some holes and mowed a, a thing out, and we it was like chipping. It's an all-purpose pi- pitch. Pitch and putt. Yeah, it worked. It worked. It was love it. It was good. It saved me. There's no bushes for me to hit the ball in or <laughs> bunkers or it was perfect. So I mean, we you know so these guys expats played to play with each athlete, and then the next day we had the game. Some usually some years he's had six aside, so you have. A company pays for one athlete. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's been pretty successful. Awesome. So it was fun now as well? Yeah, it was fun, yeah. How I mean, many you cans did you have after it? Yeah, a few. <laughs> <laughs> so it's quite a distance from the ground back into Jakarta and the traffic. Anyone who's been to Jakarta, will, it's the worst traffic in the world. Yeah. So um, there's plenty of drinking time on the way back on into the Jakarta. The did you get us a Bing Tang singlet or anything? I got one, yes, yeah, for myself. Right. I haven't seen that in the office yet, actually. No, That's no, pretty impressive. No. It's been raining the last few days. Yeah, yeah good, point, good point. I was looking for Bintang hoodies. So. That would have <laughs> just come back to winter. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of this, like, overseas stuff, we um, one of the weirdest experiences of my life to date is I had the pleasure of, and Christopher was with me, spending the day with the ambassador for Guatemala yeah. um, the other day, and then we obviously had lunch and a catch-up with him. Great man, um, Ronald. And um, we spoke about different opportunities and things that we could do with Guatemala. And for those that don't know, Guatemala is a uh, Latin American country based about here with America there and Mexico there. So it's just south of Mexico, isn't it? Yeah, a bit, bit north, north of, of Colombia uh, and Costa Rica mm-hmm. and Nicaragua. I know that because I watched that movie with Tom Cruise where he 
flies all the money and drugs in there. But, um, yeah, we had a great meeting with him and we're talking about doing some boxing there. And one of the things that we just started to discuss and you brought up, uh, Adam, was that um, obviously training at altitude and the difference that makes. Um, there could be a really big opportunity here that we do with uh, the country of Guatemala and his local village um, to put the boxing gym up there and do some training. What is it about altitude stuff? Like, I explain that to me. Like the fire, no? It just makes you feel tired. <laughs> I don't know the science. you're higher and it's less air or something? I, I think it? so. Am I... Excuse me, the scientists out there, the people who actually know what they're talking about. How many fucking scientists do you reckon listen to us? <laughs> How many people, full stop? Well, yeah, say there's a hundred. How people. many scientists? Yeah, say there's a hundred. None. Well, you okay then. Know. All right then. You've it, just degraded our whole audience. Exactly. They, may all well, be they could all be scientists. They fucking hit me up. <laughs> they could all be scientists, imagine. I'll, I'll, I'll issue a Bond University I'll scientist. <laughs> You've got to listen to these fucking fat bastards. <laughs> I will issue a fucking an apology formal to... Formal apology. Formal apology. <laughs> to every scientist. One fucking scientist. <laughs> I want to see the actual documentation. What about your keg? Give uh, your keg. We'll get no, there. We'll no. get there. No, will you give it up though for the scientists? Oh. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> He'll just say sorry. Nerds. <laughs> Fucking nerds. So have you ever trained at altitude? Once. Um, <laughs> Never again. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. No, up. when I say once, every year, um, for about our, our pre-season used to be in a place called Pretoria in South Africa, which is about an hour and a half's drive from Johannesburg, which is also at altitude. Yeah. Um, I'd trained as hard as I'd ever trained in my life um, in Perth leading up to it. Everyone else would come from England, but they got there a few days earlier. And I was, and there's this thing in, um, well, in cricket back in those days anyway, where you turn up and you want to show how, you're how what you've been doing, ready, yeah, what you're yeah. ready to go. And I've got one. So I turned up <laughs> and I did a lap, warm up lap, just the old fashioned one lap of the oval, and I was literally like bent over, panting <laughs> like. I was, and they, the guys hadn't told me, that. and I said, like, "What is going on? I think I'm having an asthma attack." And then so they pointed out that they had all been through the same thing. Well, three days a, earlier. Yeah, it was at <laughs> altitude, yeah. So actually, that's interesting. There's a couple of ways of dealing with it. You either fly in. So let's say um, you're fighting. So you actually fly in the, like the night of or the day of or the day before and fight. That's one way. Mm -hmm. And apparently then it doesn't affect you as much. Once you've been there a day or so, then it affects you. I don't understand the science. That's one way of people approach it. And the other way is to be there for a week and acclimatise to it. Before, yeah. Yeah, so... We uh, want everyone to go there for a week because obviously we'll own the boxing gym and they can come and pay us to train there. But, yeah, and it doesn't... <laughs> it, and it doesn't it doesn't affect you the other way. So oh, when, you come, so when back, you come back... So when you come back... Because that's good. one thing that I did get out of our whole conversations with Ronald was the fact that he was saying that at altitude when you're drinking, it's you smashed. get pissed quicker. So because he's been in all his life, when he comes down... From out of the yard, it's like you can just keep going. That's why I drank all our half our profits out exactly. of the, the yard. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. Yeah, but it's amazing. It's quite interesting, isn't it? When you like in that meeting the other day with Ronald, we were there, and um, he just you start asking questions about you know what are some of the features of Guatemala? Like I wouldn't know the first thing about it before that meeting, and then you start here, and then everyone starts problem solving, and then before you know it, the room sort of come to a common kind of thing that you know this would be the best thing to do it's quite interesting watching like here's some options and stuff like that solving, yeah, i think yeah. within like 20 or 30 minutes we decided well we've got to just go there yeah so like within half an hour we decided well we're going to guatemala mm -hmm. whereas before 
I don't know if you guys have ever even thought about it. I don't, I don't know. I thought it, I, before I met that guy, I thought that was something I had on my bloody burrito. It was like guacamole. No racism oh, no, on man. this podcast. That's not racism. Uh, guacamole. That's actually funny when I who um, used that? Someone greedy. Used greedy. Yeah, well, greedy. Did he use it? The, the thing yeah, he similar, goes, similar sort of stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I thought that uh, you have that on my toast of a morning or something. <laughs> Is like, that your green impersonation? Hey, like <laughs> <that's good. laughs> I'm gonna be more laid back though. Sounds like one of Adam's kids. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, big stuff happening in Guatemala, and so watch your space in regards to that. Christopher, the time has come. I was going to bring it in, but I didn't. Oh, well, I was supposed to drink it. Oh, you were keg. Yeah, you had to scull the keg, remember? Yeah, that was the. Yeah. <laughs> that was my Fuck. idea. No, no, I went from only eight cartons yep. from the last sort of 12 to 18 months yep. to now we went to double to nothing to a keg. Yep. I now owe you a keg because my shit football team. It was a Didn't shit Didn't play game. as bad as your... Uh, played worse than your shit It was like 18 nil. I thought about messaging you, and I'm like, we've been down this road before, <laughs> and Talakai had that half oh, of when a century. He, yeah, yeah, and still got beat. Yeah. What I will say was there was a beautiful moment down the yard, mm. which is a wonderful drinking establishment down <laughs> in Mermaid <laughs> Beach for anyone who wants to... Um, no spon- sponsor that. <laughs> yeah. Um, with Chris and myself and Greeny, and um, we said, uh, how many... How many litres in a... In a crate. In a yeah, keg. keg. No, yeah. in a crate. Oh, yeah. in a, it was a slab. What? Yeah, 24 times 375. Uh, yeah, so he said... <laughs> he, What's that number, Adam? I can't remember what it was, but what we did come to the conclusion was him doing double quits, he'd actually got less yeah, by getting I think the keg. Yeah, and my, well, I knew that, but my argument was I didn't want... These eight, cans laying I around. I didn't want eight cases. You were just thinking of the environment. You just yeah, didn't want just, to have to... I'm all about the, the green... <laughs> Just all about the nature. All about oh, the green. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fair enough. No, I was like, what was I going? What was I going to do with eight keg, eight cases? Well, you can what are you going to do with the keg, though? Well, you can just have it there that he can drink as he goes. Yeah, there we go. You got to tap. I want. I want another beer, and I'll go up and have to tag Chris's keg. <laughs> no, you'd be like, well, if I had a tap, I'd be able to get some of that beer that's in there. But we're just sitting here looking at it now. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, we lost. You won. Congratulations. That's it. Thank you. Fuck yeah. Uh, rotating coaches in the NRL at the moment. So, obviously, Griff got sacked. You won't be the only one. Um, hopefully, um, our shit coach will go. Can't. Is that you can't call him that. <laughs> he can't. No, you can't. That's what I call him. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so, wow, well, see you next Tuesday. No, no, no. Oh, I love him. I reckon it's hilarious. No, he's a shit coach. It just makes you angry. I hope they it does make me Trent. angry. I hope they replace him with Trent Barrett. <laughs> Funny fucker. Anyway, yeah, he should go next. But um, what happens then? Like, so Griff, for instance, he had a year and a half left, I think, on his contract because they only re-signed him last year. I think the the Bellamy decision forced Dragon's hand. Okay, because he decided to stay, didn't he? He decided to stay, and I think Jason Riles was a chance to be a Dragon's coach. Would you want the job there? Uh, is it a good I, I is it a good football team coach badly or is it a shit football team? Oh, it's a shit organisation. Yeah, general. like I, I, you can read into it what you want, but Ben Hunt played his three hundredth game and apparently no one from the club turned up. <laughs> There's a culture for you. Yeah, they so, more turned up to that other dude's barbecue during COVID. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they had no players. They had what was it like four players turn up to the end of season awards last year? Yeah, that's wow. atrocious. So who's at fault there? I. Is it, it's got to be the, the, the coach organization, doesn't it? Oh, coach is the one who you coach 
I feel like the coach in a sporting team should drive a culture of that. I mean, he should. You got to. I think you got to manage up and down. Yep. Um, like so you got to manage your players. You got to manage your players, and then also like for, when I was captain at Surrey, and I'm not comparing myself to an NRL coach, but I felt like there was two um, branches to the job. One was to coach the players, um, to lead the players, and and have and then. The, and this is where a lot of captains, I think, fall down. Is let's say someone like Michael Michael Clark, for example, mm-hmm. who wasn't a very popular captain. Uh, no, on on the field, you know, very good. And but he, I, I think the feeling amongst the play, Australian players was that when he went and then dealt with the board, the board would say, "We want you to do this, this, and this." He'd then go back and say, "Right, boys, we're doing this, this, and this." Because so you, you're kind of the more con- like a puppet, yes. as opposed to so yeah. the players feel that. I think they feel that. And then when so. Coming back to your original question is I think that the coach has got to drive the the players to have that culture and then invite, encourage the board and the suits to buy into that culture. I think well, we that, do I that, feel in, that in business. Like if we go and do a big project, as a project manager, I believe your job is to enable your team to do what they do really well and then manage upwards. So I call myself a giant shit umbrella. I'll keep all the <laughs> shit off you guys. Yeah, we'll yeah. deal with that. And then come down, let you guys actually do what you're really good at. And I think if you do that in sport, it's exactly the same. A captain or a coach has to do that role where they're managing all the outside noise um, so then you guys can actually get on with the job. And I think the players then feel that. And so if you can you can feel a coach that's got your back and is empathetic towards you and, you'll, and then the players inevitably, they'll die for that coach yep. or that captain. Whereas if they feel that that person's just uh, an extension of the board and they're just being told what to do, then... That you've lost them, and you, you haven't got that. That's just my opinion. You haven't got that love and feeling. Yeah. Well, Ben Hunt has a clause in his contract that if the coach goes, he can explore his options. Manly. So I hate him as much as I hate Cameron. He's Smith, a though. fucking good player. Yeah. <laughs> Is he? Yeah. <laughs> I just hate him because of Queensland. <laughs> That's my issue. Like he'll Good be, try he'll, scored last year. He'll be in the, the Queensland squad for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. It's so interesting. When, like, Obviously, when... Because everyone says Hook's a really good bloke. Yeah. Everyone that plays for him loves playing for him. Why has he sort of fucked up so many clubs? Though? Couldn't tell you. You, can't, you can only stop blaming the clubs at some stage. But then... Personally. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, last week in the footy, uh, Melbourne beat the Bronx, uh, New Zealand. They went all right and beat the Bulldogs. They're not much, though. Penrith smashed Sydney. That was massive. Did you see that? Flogged them. Like 48 to 4. How inconsistent have Penrith been this year? Like, <laughs> the, the, they're the, back now. Well, they're the opposite to what you thought. You just thought they were just going to be that juggernaut just carry on from last yeah, year. Yeah, I think that's what it'll be from now on, though. You reckon? Yeah, I think it'll definitely be a Penrith South grand final. That's why it looks anyway, unless the Dolphins can get a little slippery just way in. The Broncos just writing them off. Yeah, they won't make it through the semis. Yeah, right. That's my why, opinion. Why, why is that? Because oh, Reynolds is injured. He's there. He's there. Yeah, but he's only out coach for a, on the field. It, how long is he out for? Yeah, but he's getting old. Once you get injured, that looks, once you that looks like nothing, didn't it? Did it yeah, like yeah. Just head plant the old face plant, the old grass trick, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, just get up and it was it was scary. It was like fuck, like yeah, it didn't move. Serious. Didn't and then North Queensland beating the Dragons, and obviously the Dragons were shit anyway. But North Queensland, they're a, they're an up and down, aren't they? Like yeah. one week they score one point, the next week they score forty two, and it's sticky sticky Ricky. So it's been a bit like the whole league this year has been a bit like it has. That, hasn't it? It's been, it's been some big scores actually. 
But even like Newcastle beating the Titans 46-24, like the Titans are back. <laughs> have you seen that back weird, do you see that weird stat? What's that? The Titans have scored 26 points in the last five or six games. No. 26 points every week. Oh, okay. oh every I thought week. you meant total. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. No, they had scored exactly 26 the points. The same. Yeah. They just can't so get past They've just got to defend better. They've just got to make well, sure the other yeah. team does. Yeah, if you're the other teams, come on, boys, we only got to score 26. 28 <laughs> points and we got this. <laughs> and then obviously, yeah, your lot beat my lot. But the biggest win of the weekend, mate, was Finns up again. Dolphins had the bye. So they're uh, they're back back in Hapman. Uh, I only got five last week. What'd you go? Did you go on your tips, boys? I got six. I plummeted down the uh, leaderboard now to eighth. I was coming third the other week, but yeah, no, it's not good. I mean, fifty nine. One bloke's on fifty nine. A few on fifty eight. We're on fifty seven. I got six actually. Where are you sitting? Thirty second. On fire. What are you on, Brett? 57 points. Yeah, I'm on 57 too. Yeah, so you would also be equal uh, fifth or... Well, not in my in my yeah. little thing. I'm in 11th oh, of 87. Well, that's not bad. Or 28,906. I was just about to say... <laughs> of, of the overall. So I'm 28,741st. How are you... Like, were you on like countback or something? You're like 200... Be, What's be. your team name? Mine? How do I find that? Mine's Fat Men are Harder to Kidnap. Where do you find your name? I don't know. <laughs> Where do you find high high tech on the ESP and footy tip and comp. Yeah. Anyway, moving on, lads. We've got Brisbane versus Penrith. What do you got in Brisbane on a Thursday night? Penrith. Yeah, I'm with Penrith too. Oh, really? Not Penrith for $1.37. You got Brisbane? Yeah. Uh, Dragons versus Sydney Roosters. I'm actually on the Dragons because normally what happens when a coach gets sacked, they come out. But actually, it's the Dragons. Who's been named the caretaker? Uh, whoever his assistant was, some like I'd never heard of. Like, it's not even like a Riles or someone like that. It was some rando. So, Sydney Roosters or Dragons, what do you got? Uh, I've got Roosters. Sydney Roosters. Okay, I want anyone with the Dragons. Watch me get eight. Ah, Sydney. South Sydney versus Para. South Sydney, Sydney should shit that in. Para suck. Sharks, Newcastle. Sharks. 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 West Tigers, North Queensland. There's an interesting Queensland. game. North Queensland. You don't think the Tigers will uh, win anymore? No. They're done. They're done <laughs> Speaking for the of the Tigers, did you see the, the Blue Wiggles come out? He wants to buy them, doesn't he? Yeah, he wants to buy them and bring back Balmain. What's, what's the Blue Wiggles name? Well, it's not Jeff. No, it's... Um, it's that's the purple one. It's the only it's one the that stayed. One, no, he was purple. Jeff was Yellow's purple. Greg. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know my... <laughs> yeah, surprisingly not. He's a he's a surprising number for you. So the Dolphins are playing the Storm, and it's at Suncorp at two dollars seventy. Dolphins are. I imagine at the start of the season, what the book would have been on oh, yeah. Melbourne versus the Dolphins. It would have been like eight bucks. Oh, it's, done uh, so well, I'm um, I'm picking the Fins. We're going Fins up. Yeah, I got Fins. Yeah, I'm going Storm. Uh, Bulldogs Titans. That's going to be the shittest game of the history of the world. Titans. Yeah, Titans. I don't want to pick him. But. Is old mate back? A winger? I don't know. They, they said they were going to name him, but we didn't know whether he'd play. I'm going to – I can't pick the Bulldogs. Uh, and then Canberra, Manly. I'm going to have to pick Manly, but Canberra's going to fucking Canberra's stomp that in. Yeah. Go the Raiders. Go the Raiders. Go the milk. Anyway, moving on. So, NRL season, good, bad or ugly? What do you reckon? 
so far. Loving it. I think, yeah, it's, been I think it's one of the best seasons I've seen. Yeah, I reckon years. it's been a beauty. It's been awesome. Because um, you can watch any game, you don't really know like who's going to actually win it. And then the scores are like everyone's just scoring tries. Mm. It's, oh, been, it's, it's been, been an absolute cracker. cracker. Absolute cracker. So AFL, obviously Rob's not here this week and he's our man on the ground. How was the game you went to, uh, Christopher? Uh, it was good for the first two quarters. And then it and then went to shit? Went to shit, yeah. There How many did they lose by? Oh, I'm going to say six goals. Six goals. Yeah. 35, 40 points. We well, said that, didn't we? I think last week, if we watched so. the said, tapes back, it'll I be, said 12. Yeah, it was, I think we went five or six goals. So um, I'm coming 22nd in that at a 27th. It I'm was pretty annoying this. that um, an ex Essendon player kicked seven goals. <coughs> That's always dirty, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but, and I was sitting next to a Brisbane Lions fan, which. Rob? Rob. No, no, no. <laughs> a mate of mine came up from Melbourne for the game. Oh, did he? A snake, snake, wasn't it? Snake, yeah. yeah. And he was just fucking loving life. He was into oh. you, was he? Yeah. Piece of shit. He was standing <laughs> up and fist pumping every time. I, oh. I hate that. That's a lot of fist pumping. And um, even one good um, one good result for me was I walked into the game, I said, oh, I'm going to hear this country road song because every player that kicks a goal, they've all got their own song. And Charlie Cameron's got this country road. Take me oh, home. I fucking hear this song like right, yeah. 13, to the place. 13 times tonight. And the whole crowd sings it like, fuck this. <laughs> he, didn't kick, like he, he didn't kick one goal. Oh, didn't he? So he didn't have to hear it. Awesome. it like, <laughs> and that was the only thing I was cheering towards the last quarter. Like, <laughs> you were singing the song <laughs> yourself. No, every, every, time he, every time the ball went near, like, don't fucking kick it. <laughs> and, uh, so that was good. But other than that, it was a pretty shit round because yeah, the was lost again. Then we walked to the Story Bridge and... Got on the beers, that was good. How many beers did you? More more than goals than the Essendon kicked? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Enough to get a kebab at like oh, oh, late night kebab. That's a lot of beers. Kebab oh. with chips and a Coke. Oh, so you like next morning you would have been fine? Well, I woke up on the couch. Yeah? Because you got home and you You've, got well, really I, good I, idea. I didn't I'll come, flick the telly on. I didn't come back to the coast. <laughs> I stayed up, up in Brizzy. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Got home, I go, oh, I'll eat me kebab in front of the TV. Flick the telly on. Did you watched, finish the kebab? What did you wear it? Watched a bit of the IPL. <laughs> I finished the kebab, didn't finish the chips. And it was in one of those, you know, the foil bags. Oh, you said leak you'd through. Eaten, you'd eaten bits of foil and, and shit. And it, like. it was sta- <laughs> I've woken up the next morning, it was standing up. And I look in, there's just like 300 mils of oil. <laughs> half, half a bag of chips. You know you've had a big night when you're on the couch and you haven't even got a missus. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you haven't ever been sent there. Yeah. You send yourself to the couch. <laughs> but, um, and then so woke up the next morning and I, it, it escaped my mind, but it was Mother's Day. And I said to Snake, oh, we'll go get brekkie somewhere. Was mum home or she travelling? She's travelling. Yeah. But fucking every joint was just rammed. Oh, it would have been. Oh, and, and like with kids taking their mums out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all you need screaming kids with your hangover. Oh. Wow, that's no so, good. So I had two double espressos. And <laughs> got on with and, it. And then, yeah, and then ended up going to the VFL, which was out um, Springwood Way. Mate, what a mission that joint is to get to. That's a good place. Fuck, it's good. It's um was talking to Rob about it. They got gifted the land. Yeah. It cost them forty five million to build. But one wow. of the, one of their sponsors is a building company. So That's always handy. Yeah, it's top notch, the facility. Um and Bombers got flogged by like seventy five points. So, so it's just like it's been a, a great weekend all around. And yeah. you lose on the pun as well, just to uh, make things better. I didn't have a I had a bet Thursday night and 
Yeah, didn't get did no good. Didn't have a bet the rest of the weekend. Oh, that's not good. How about you, Smokes? Got any fights coming up? Any of the boys fighting? At yeah, Matrix? the boys. Yeah, there's a few fights. I think they're in the middle of picking some more fights for the next promotion. Um, so I know. I think Lockie's locked in to fight. Yeah, for a Queensland title. The um, is that his title fight? Yeah, the title for Queensland title fight. Yeah. Um, I think it's in July eight. And then there's a couple. Yeah, Leo Grant. Um, Queensland light heavyweight champion. He's he's looking to go around again. He's presently in holiday in Scotland, so not sure what state he's going to turn <laughs> up. He might be a heavyweight bout. Well, yeah, it might be. Yeah, yeah. But he's um he's epic, and um and then we've got another one, Hires Haria, who's um I think he'll go around as well. So yeah. he's one who might sort of end up being another Queensland champion from the gym. So. That's good. They're going well. Yeah, they, they, they turn out some good fighters. What do you think about all these celebrity fights? Oh, is that what we're going to call them? Celebrity fights? YouTubers. Like, YouTube yeah, the YouTube guys, like KSI and stuff. Uh, I, I, t- I tell you, like, it's, it's interesting. They really divide opinion, don't they? But they do, yeah. I think some of them go all right. I, I mean, I'm not... But from I'm, a technical point of view. No, obviously. some of them go all right. Like, yeah? Jake Paul's okay. He's okay. Um, that KSI, he looks like he's okay. I mean, some of them... Throws are, a mean elbow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, some of them are absolute plums, aren't they? But that's what you'd expect, so... Yeah. But, but why are they fighting the ex-UFC fighters? Well, because they've got a profile. they're not the best boxer. Well, they've got to have some legitimacy to it as well. Yeah. Oh, be, okay. So like, it gives them no legitimacy No one's going to watch fight. me and you fight. Well, actually, the well, I would. <laughs> well, yeah. Fucking hell. But, if but only if you're in jelly. Only if you're in G-Strings. Jelly. Yeah. With yeah. swimming caps on. But if someone has some fighting profile, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. So a lot. I think. I think the thing is, a lot of the public can't make the differential between a UFC. (laughs) He just said there's one. Exactly. Did I? Yeah. Um, Can't make the differential between a you. You know, they just see fighting and they think fighting, fighting. fighting, fighting, You know, like. But you know, uh, the UFC striking is 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 unique. So when I went from boxing to MMA. It's very different. You you you've got to you you've got to consider the possibilities of missing a punch when you're in an MMA fight. Because if you overthrow a punch, they're going to throw you on your ass. You can get taken down, yeah. and that's that's a consideration. So you're throwing shots, and whilst it looks very similar to the onlooker, it's it is quite different. So mm-hmm. um, I think um, boxing is a large part of MMA, but it's not. Yeah, okay. this is one of six or seven skills. And normally, so. you're either a striker or a wrestler or a judo person that's actually then got the other skills, isn't it? Okay, it's interesting. Mm, so no, I just find it like that KSI thing. My kids were all over it. Like they wouldn't normally watch a boxing fight nah. as I was, no. but they're going, "Dad, did you see KSI knocked yeah, out that bloke?" Yeah, and then he comes about half an hour. He did it with his elbow. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's rigged the whole thing. And it was just like just so interesting just to see their reactions to. I suppose it's bringing a different audience to So the for sport. me, I've got much of the similar opinion to that sort of stuff. Is I just think that, because I think there's so many things out there taking our kids away from sport. You know, we've mm-hmm. got Xbox, we've got other, you know, distractions, social media, what have you. So um, Richie Bano once said the best thing, uh, he's a great man. Do it in his voice, come on. <laughs> we played that game, um, uh, you guys might remember that game when Muralitharan got called for Chucker. Chucker, yeah. yeah. So he got called for chucking. It was a really nasty game. There was like a goffy head-butted Russian Mahanama. Um, there was a lot of bad... It was bad. Well, well, I would traditionally consider a bad advertisement for the game. Yep. So the next day we're flying from Adelaide over to Perth to play another game and I was just in the lounge with um, Richie Benno so I didn't get the many opportunities to speak to him but I was like a bit lost for words. A great man. I said, oh, 
what did you make of last night's game? And he was like, marvellous. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the first impersonation of Richie Pinto I've ever done. Marvellous. And I said, oh, right, okay. And he said, any time our game is on the front page, yeah, it's it's good. So albeit it's in bad light, it's something that's taking politics or off the finance front off the front page, and it's an advert. And, and, I, and that's much the same way I think about the boxing. Yeah, yeah very cool. So it's advertising the sport. Um, and bringing it to the forefront anytime we can do that and get away from the you know, gun you know, gun laws um, yeah, stuff going on in, in America. Or, stuff like that, yeah. I think it's, I think it's a good thing. Oh, that's awesome. What do you think, Christopher? Yeah, I don't want it. Do you like watching it? No, I wouldn't pay for any of it. Are you wanting the YouTuber to get punched in the head? Uh, yeah. Because that's that's your type of uh, yeah. I I want to see. I say, well, like everyone wants them to fight someone good. Yeah. Um, and put in their place, basically. So, yeah, that's what I want to see. And then if they come out and beat them, they then get well, fully legitimised. Well, KSI and uh, Tommy Fury walked into the ring after the fight and they went toe-to-toe. Like, that's the next one I'd want to see. Because he, I don't think he's I don't think he's got any desire to, like, try and fight for world titles, Tommy Fury. Tommy Fury, he's not good enough to do that. So, he's fuck, just clean up, yeah, the, clean up the YouTubers and get your money. 100%. <laughs> And, well, and he's going to get Let's more money. Go through them all. Well, because they're putting up big purses. He's going to get more money for fighting KSI than he's ever going to get for, for fighting the number one guy in Britain who yeah. no yeah. one knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you take, and every boxer in the history of the world has done it. No, good you on get, if you I get offered a million dollars to fight me or a million dollars to fight Mike Tyson, you're going to take me. Or uh, like 500,000 to fight Mike Tyson. I'm going to take the million bucks. Of course. Yeah, yeah. It, And that's just, you know, that, and if you get the opportunity to fight a YouTuber for more money, I think it's someone who's better for yeah, less. And the thing is, your it's profile build goes up as well. So you get every, both, and both I think, I think people understand the difference between this and normal boxing. Like, it's still the same sport. But then if you watch actual good technical boxers, like one of my favourite boxers to watch is the Gypsy King. Because mm. he looks like... Every other bloke, yeah. but he moves like he's a fucking dancer. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. I could watch him. I don't even need to watch the other guy. I yeah, just, just no, watch him beautiful. float around and move and he's absorb everything. Like I think people understand that's pure boxing, and this is just hit and giggle. No, there's a difference. But even when you watch boxing in the Olympics and stuff like that, like the actual just the technical moves and that sort of stuff, it's mm. pretty like intriguing how all that puts together. Yeah, there is a big difference between. <coughs> The, in the amateurs and pros, but I think that um, Logan Paul and that guy, that kid can fight. I don't yep. care what anyone says. I know he hasn't. Granted, he hasn't fought. But what guy having their first six professional fights do? They, you know, Lennox Lewis after winning the gold medal in the Olympics, the first six guys he fought, you guys could have beaten them. Yeah, but that's just what they do to, so get, their, to get their numbers up. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. interesting because um, Logan Paul signed a what multi multi million dollar deal with the WWE. After mm. all that, and like even that, you've got to be an athlete. Like it's not 100%. something that you can just go into as a fat YouTuber. <laughs> no. But um, um, but interestingly, I, I saw something on on the line, and um, it was some bloke rocked up at his house, and then he ended up fighting him for his missus. Did you see that? No. <laughs> so some bloke's locked up, rocked up at Logan Paul's house and rang on the doorbell and said uh, he was dressed up as like um, the guy out of Rocky, the uh, with the blonde hair, Ivan Drago. So he had Drago shorts on and the guy, and he's coming, he goes, I want to fight you. And he's just there, like, taking the piss. So it was a setup, or? I reckon it was, but then he goes, mate, the only way I'm going to fight you, whoever wins gets your missus, right? 
And she, he, the guy's gone out and he's chatting to her and stuff like this. And he's coming in and up. Logan, Jake Paul's missus. Logan Paul's missus. Oh, Logan Paul's missus. No, no, the other way. So the, the Ivan Drago had his missus with oh, him. Oh, okay. And uh, they fought for his missus. And um, Paul knocked him out. And he's going, yeah, you can keep your missus. <laughs> <laughs> Make her feel good about it. But yeah, well worth watching. Anyway, the way we finish this up each week is with our trivia. I've got four for you this week. What diameter of a basketball hoop in, in inches? How big is it? It fits two full balls in next to each other. There you go. No, it doesn't. I didn't think I would do that. Yeah, basketball hoops do, yeah. Is that right? Two full-size basketballs. When I shoot, it feels like it's tiny. Exactly. So how big do you reckon it is? <laughs> in inches. 21. Yeah. 18. All right. It's still a big hole. Um, <laughs> what sport is known as the king of sports? I got this wrong. Horse racing? No. Oh. Polo. Soccer. No, no, it's not. That's what it says here. I it was, is that... I know, really? Oh. It's, this, it's not the sport of kings, it's the king of sports. Remember, it's the sport of kings, better than diamonds. What's the national sport of Canada? Ice hockey. No. Curling. No. Lacrosse. Not true. And what country has competed the most times in the Summer Olympics but has never won a gold medal? Oh. Jeez. Cyprus. Samoa. The Philippines. Never. Never won a gold medal. I would not have. Not, I would have thought they'd have won something. I've got a full house. He's all four wrong. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to claim you're one sixteenth Philippine. <laughs> and I've never won a medal, so they still won nothing. <laughs> so <you're in> <laughs> Who won the most Grand Slams? Venus or Serena? Serena. Serena. Yeah, she smashed it, didn't she? Uh, I've got a Guatemala question for you. Okay. They've won one medal at the Olympics, Guatemala as a country. Yep. What medal was it? I know. For what sport? And shut up, because <laughs> I, I told you the other day. It has to be a long-distance running. Long-distance walking. Yeah, right. 20K yeah. walk. I knew it would be something to take advantage of their altitude. 20K walk, they won a silver. Yeah, right. How many medals did China win in the Beijing Olympics? Oof, a lot. Hundred and forty. A lot of medals. Yeah, but gold, silver, and bronze. Hundred. Right? Yeah, hundred okay. exactly. Hundred on the stutter. How many golds? Doesn't say. Shit question. <laughs> What's a shit question? Last one. Hang on, I can find a good one. What colour are the goalposts in football, as in American football? White. Yellow. Yeah, the yellow. Boom boom. You in. Anyway, boys, what's on this weekend, sport-wise? Uh, You're going Friday night to the Rollers game. Well done. And then Saturday, the uh, Seahawks. Seahawks. So I've got two nights of two basketball. Two nights of basketball this week. And we've got a, tra- a car- card trading show on Saturday. Fuck yeah. Jesus, yeah. Basketball, trade show, basketball, and then the yard opens Thursday. And the yard opens Thursday night. What do you got? So I've got the Broncos and the Panthers up on Thursday night um, up, in, up in Brisbane. And then the boys have got... Game of footy. Well, Addison hasn't. Tacker's got a poor little Tacker's got a stress fracture in his back. Oh, so he's out, mate. He's out for gone. twelve weeks. Wow. So he yeah. must be he's hating. Gonna, he's that. gonna be climbing up. Oh. The so we're trying to like. <laughs> I'm speaking to the doctors to see what we can get him to do otherwise, because he's a pain in the ass at the best of times. Without, <laughs> without, without having that 
Burning that, that, that it's time to reinvest in Pokemon. Yeah, or, or go, hey, mum, do you mind looking after Taka for a little bit? Oh, exactly. <laughs> Good time to go to the UK. Take him with you. That's a great idea. Put him on a plane for 24 hours. You'd love that, wouldn't you? Yeah, it'd be great to sit beside, wouldn't he? <laughs> Oh, we're going to try. I'm, I'm in Melbourne for the rest of the week doing some stuff down there. And then uh, uh, we've got basketball Friday night. We've got basketball Saturday. We've got basketball fucking the whole time. It's just going to be one of those weekends, I think. And then uh, a trade show on Saturday. But uh, the, the yard opens officially this Thursday night. Uh, it's a 2389 Gold Coast Highway at Mermaid Beach here on the Gold Coast. Come and say hello. If you're the scientist that watches this, <laughs> then come and tell everyone about Chris and how stupid... That he doesn't realise the scientists watch us. It's a scientist show, quite clearly. It is scientist a scientist that turns up it's to like, the yard, they get a free sh- drink from my keg. Exactly, there you go, there from you Chris's go. keg. They can have your keg. That's how confident <laughs> I have. We've got fuck all scientists <laughs> watching. <laughs> all good, boys. Have a good weekend. We'll see you soon. And Rob, come back soon. We need some uh, balance in this podcast. Don't, don't come back, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> see you, <ya>, boys. <laughs> <laughs>